welcome to the 67th episode of the Non-Player Character Podcast, a video game podcast with character. I am your host, NPC, Paul, and we don't have time for intros. Katie is here. Say hi, Katie. How's it going? No. Dan, Dan, how, how you doing, Kent? Dan, we don't have time. Kent, okay. how you doing, Kent? <laughs> Hurry up. Hurry up. Good. Good. Leonard, what are you doing? How you doing? Great. There is so much to go on this week. We have so much news, so much going on in the video game industry that we don't have time for funny intros, so we're skipping it entirely. Do you understand? Leonard, do you get it? There's too much to talk about. Were there I ever guess, funny why are you singling me out? <laughs> because you didn't say anything before, and I just wanted to make sure that your mic still worked. Dan, well, do you understand that we have so much to get through? No. Good. Kent, are you with me? Yes. Leonard? Did you hear what yes. Kent just said? Yes, I did. Fantastic. Why are you, why are you asking me? Katie, how you doing? I already asked you that. We have so much to get through. Can, We're gonna, can we end this bit? Like, We're going to go around the horn. It's uncomfortable because you've been Paul's staring intensely at me this whole bit. <laughs> We're going to go around the horn and ask what everyone has been playing. We barely have time, but we're going to do it anyway. <sighs> Dan, what have you been playing? I have been playing Black Desert Online. Is it good? Yes. Would you and, recommend it to uh, other people? Yes. Are as you long spending as I a lot have of- a long conversation with you. <laughs> Are you spending a lot of time on it? Like, is this like the only game you've been playing? Is Black Desert? Pretty much, yeah. It's the only thing. Oh my god! You mentioned it last episode, and here you are still playing the goddamn game. Yes. Wow. Wow. There's so much to talk about, but we just don't have time. Leonard, what have you been playing? Uh, 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 uh Animal Crossing and uh, Fortnite and Call of Duty, uh, Call of Duty of uh, uh, Modern Warfare, and that's it. How do you like Modern Warfare? It's, it's okay. Could be better. Are you playing the first one or the second one? I'm playing the the second Modern Warfare, the the Modern Warfare that recently. Faster, came out. Leonard! Oh my God! Please stop hurting me. <laughs> Fortnite. Are you enjoying it still, even though you're not twelve? Shut up! I hate you. <laughs> Kent, you're up. You have to be Tony, quick. Tony Hawk Pro Skater One Plus Two, sir. Have you been playing one and two, or just one or two? One and two. That is I'm an amazing that. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you used to play that when you were a child? Yes. You were probably not as much of a child as I was a child. No, you were more of a child than I was a child when he I wasn't played born. Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't born. What I'm getting at is that it's a very old game. I'm a very old I was person. five years old, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and you still had fun playing it. Did you play it on a Sony machine or a Nintendo machine? PlayStation for the soundtrack. Good. There, that's the correct answer. And anybody who played it on the sixty-four lost out <laughs> on 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 life, on the beginning of their life. Dan, did you play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one and or two? Yes, of course. Hell yeah. Hell yes, you did. What was your best trick? All of them. Dan, we I don't have time. <laughs> I'm gonna go next because Katie has a huge rant. <laughs> that she wants to get to about the game that she's been playing, but I'm going to go next. I've been playing Divinity 2 on the PC, which is pretty much the only way you should be playing it. It really makes me want to play D&D, and more importantly, it really m- makes me want to get Baldur's Gate that uh, comes out at the end of the month. But my deal is, and maybe someone on the podcast can help me out here, the uh, uh, alpha, basically, the, the big beta comes out uh, on the 30th. 
Should I get it then, or should I wait for the actual release? Kent. Wait for the actual release. All right. Even though we don't know when that is, so it might be forever. Big games like that with betas and early access, you're sure to have a horrible time. It'll mar <laughs> the entire experience for the rest of your life. And there's no save states, so like you can't take your your save <laughs> to, to the real game. Yeah, that sucks. Well, Dan, do you agree? Playing a game over and over and over again is perfect for you. What are you talking about? That's a good point. That's a good point. So would you say then that I buy it on the 30th? Yes, waiting is for chumps. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to take both of those opinions into consideration and toss them out the window because we don't have time. Katie, what have you been playing? Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And if you interrupt me again, I will hit you. <laughs> so you have some things to say about Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild yes. that you should have played many, many moons ago. But now you're playing it. Played it. Played it. it. Already uh, done. Yep. What'd you think? It's very bad. I don't understand how it beat Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> how dare you say it's bad, says the internet. Why do you think it's bad, Katie? It can't be bad. So many Nintendo fans creamed their pants over it. They creamed their pants because they were so blinded by the just obviously bad mechanics and half thought out ideas that went in this game. Now, there are really good ideas in the game. Like, I love the shrines. The shrines are all great. What I don't love is being made to feel like a fucking idiot on the final boss because a mechanic that I've never been forced to use or never had a reason to use is now the core mechanic in defeating said boss. <laughs> like, are you shitting me? How the fuck was I supposed to know? And now I've gone through like 18 shields. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so mad about it. So breakable mad. weapons are fucking ridiculous. Yes, the breakable weapons thing. I don't I don't get it. I don't I spent, so at first I was like, well, it can't be that bad because obviously you're gonna be able to repair them or some shit. Like that's not a big deal. <laughs> and then I started playing the game and I was like, okay, I'm pretty far into the game. When do I get the opportunity? And I thought, okay, I go to Gerudo Town and obviously like or maybe the Gorons, like I'll be able to repair it. Nope. Mm, nope. 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 <laughs> what the fuck why introduce a breaking weapon mechanic if there's no way to repair or whatever like that doesn't make any sense to me yeah and like i got the house because i was actually pretty excited about this like oh sweet a house like that's awesome and i get to upgrade it and the whole town like Terrytown is like great that's that's an amazing little side quest i enjoyed that a lot but like um what do i need the house for nothing like, it's not located in any, like, area that's particularly, like, important. And, like, it's not near, like, where I can get... It's like, actually kind of far from yeah, anything that you Yeah, it's out of the way would, of literally yeah. everything. Yeah. And when I got it, I just kind of thought, like, oh, cool. It'll be, like, my little base of operations. I can leave stuff here. Oh, no, I can't. Mm -hmm. No. I can just... Okay, I can just hang up certain armor or certain weapons. I can't even put armor here. Okay. <laughs> All right. This has less functionality than the fucking Skyrim houses. Hey, the Skyrim houses were awesome and they were a perfect addition and they totally were okay worth at 20 best. bucks. <laughs> so, Dan, uh, you and I sort of had the same opinion on Leg uh, Breath of the Wild when it came out. Um, has your opinion about it changed? I know you haven't really replayed it or anything, but it no, has been. Katie's just vindicated me for deciding that no, the game was not good. Yeah, no, no it really wasn't. And mind you, like, I'm I played Majora's Mask when I was like 10, but like I was going to a friend's house to play it, so I played it in spurts and I enjoyed it because it was challenging and it was fun and the moon was fucking terrifying. But, like, this game, like, first of all, <laughs> the Blood Moon. Are you kidding? Like, I have to sit through this cutscene, and that's the end of the Blood Moon. Why the fuck does she say, like, the Blood Moon rises? Be careful, Link. 
And then that's the end of it. It's just like, oh, why did what What was the point of that? (laughs) That fucking what? (laughs) Like you just made me watch this, this. Yeah, it's skippable, I guess. Like you have to push like four buttons to do it, but whatever. Like you just made me watch this cutscene to announce that the the thing that you are announcing is over, but you don't actually say it's over. You're telling me to be careful, but actually this is okay. Yeah. All right, Nintendo. This is an this is a choice. Also, defeating Ganon and then not getting to continue playing. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What open world game? What open world RPG has um like you beat the final boss, right? You get to keep exploring. The world is now open to you. Uh, Fallout New Vegas. Fallout Three. Well, Fallout New Vegas is different. Yeah. That one. That one has like a clear and obvious like, hey. Like right, yeah. They, you have a clear end goal here. Yeah, yeah. Um, the I mean, I've I've said it before on the uh, on the episode that I talked about this, but like the very fact that working uh, those giant ma- machines, whatever they're called, what are they? Divine beasts. Divine beasts. Um, to like weaken Ganon, I thought it was going to be like, oh well, now he can't do a certain attack. Uh, when when you fight him, or maybe the the castle, the dungeon itself, will be easier to get through, or whatever. No, it's literally we're gonna cut Ganon's health in half, and it's gonna take you about five ten minutes to beat him. And I was like, that that's not that's the worst way to end it. It's the most also, anticlimactic the way. Suck! I hate the horses. <laughs> I love horses in most games, but like even even the ones that I have like maxed out my my love for them they just i try to turn and they're just like go this way instead stop running come to a complete halt that's what you want me to do and it's like (laughs) no where are we going kent do you disagree with any of this uh yeah a few um but i mean we don't have a lot of time we don't have time it's bad and you should feel bad for (laughs) the one thing i have to say is the the uh, blood moon thing is just a memory dump reload it's like oh. that's why it can happen randomly like if the game runs out of memory or that's why it happens like routinely it's because when the blood moon happens all the enemies respawn so like the data of saying that they're defeated or not is uh reset and like items like that you blow up rocks to get supplies or trees destroyed that's all reset it's just to make the game run smoothly and not have like leaks or like memory leaks or like crashes see i don't have a problem with that what i have a problem with is the screen like again i don't care i would actually like to experience what the blood moon is but by the time i realize the blood moon is over the screen the the fucking what is it called i keep trying to call it a screen cap Cutscene. Cut the cutscene yeah. is playing. Like I just barely will notice. Like, hey, there's something floating. Oh, shit, that's a blood moon. Shit, I've already missed it. Okay, <laughs> there goes the cutscene. All right, and it's over. Okay, cool. Back to doing whatever I was doing. Yeah. Because like every guide is like, oh, do this during a blood moon, and it's like unless I go to that one guy at that one stable at the right time and talk to him and remember to do that, and then go back to wherever i was where i wanted to do all the it's just there's a lot of unnecessary also quest markers (laughs) like i hit a quest marker and it's like go here to do this thing so i go there and then i'm confused because it's not actually doing the thing and then i google it and it's like oh no 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 you don't go there like that's just like that's where the quest starts like you just went to the quest start like no no like you have to actually go like across the map on the other side to do that so so Leonard do you agree is this uh, a horrible terrible game 
only thing I had a problem with was the ending of the story. Uh, I did not really like it because obviously it just left you hanging. You're like, okay, what the hell? I do agree with Katie on the fact that you should be able to play after that, you know, but that's just me. Um, also, because I, I, it makes sense in a way that it doesn't happen because obviously there's going to be Breath of the Wild too. So that's the thing. <laughs> and then thirdly, um, I, I have no gripe against the shield breaking thing. It is <gasps> what it is. You just got to deal with it. And if you don't like it, that's your problem. Yeah, but where do I find good shields on a consistent basis? Uh, see, there's these little things that Nintendo has seemed to kind of forget about and then relaunch them. They're called Amiibos. Um, I don't so. have any Amiibos, Lenord. Well, then that sounds like a broke person's problems. <laughs> it do be like that, though. It right. really do. We have run out of time. No, wait, I have one more thing. What is the one more the thing? The cookie mechanic. It would be so cool if I didn't discover that the best recipes are just five of the same thing. Like, let me do something intricate and reward me for doing something intricate. I always get really disappointed when I make this really cool meal and I'm like, oh, hey, Hey, it's an actual thing in the game. I recognized it, but oh geez, oh dang, oh shoot, this apple pie does it, nothing. What was that, Dan? Uh, Breath of the Wild is pretty much like if somebody described in a modern day RPG to a Nintendo rep, and they tried <laughs> to design what they remember hearing. <laughs> that is a exactly. perfect description. I love that. I love that, Dan. Thank you so much. We don't have time, Dan. God damn it! Stop interrupting. We are going to take a break, and when we come back, we have so much news to get to, it's not even funny. We don't have time, but we're going to do it anyway. We'll see you after the break. God damn it. Hear ye, hear ye, the Non-Player Character Podcast presents What It Is Like to Play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds By Yourself Okay, okay, where do I drop? Where am I gonna drop? Um, yeah, here, here, that looks good, okay. All right, all right. Looks pretty lonely out here. I'll go, go raid some stuff. What do I got here? A pistol. All right, all right. Oh, oh, shit! I'm dead. And now, what it is like to play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds with friends. So how do you fire? How do you, I don't understand how to do it? No, dude, flank them. Don't throw a grenade. Just flank them. Guys, you're not flanking. I don't understand how you reload. Oh my god, you're supposed to flank them. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. How do you reload? Oh my god, that's a Molotov cocktail. That's a Molotov cocktail. What are you doing? Oh my god, you got me killed. Come here, guys. Now I'm dead. And now, what it is like to play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds with ducks. 
has been, what it is like to play, featuring Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody, and it's time for news. We have a little more time this time, so we can kind of leisurely go through our news, but there is a lot of it. So, Leonard, I know I ask you to do this every single week, and we appreciate it. Our audience members appreciate it. But I want to know and be completely honest with me here. Do you want to do the intro for Nintendo News? No. No? You don't? after that train wreck of an intro. You need to do the intro. Is that what you're telling me? It's the only thing that you look forward to. If you tell me to do it, I will literally start driving over to your place and start swinging. (laughs) Fine. Fine. Well, now you have to do it. Wow, white person telling me what to do. News! All right. Oh, it's working. Okay. Fuck it. Fuck (laughs) it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Nintendo news. Thank you, Leonard. God, I hate you so much. So, what happened? Let's let's first talk about the Nintendo Direct that just happened, and then we will go back in time and talk about the one that everyone else is talking about. Um, Let's let's. What happened? What happened uh, to? I think today, as we're recording this on Thursday. I'll tell you what happened. Um, it was just pretty much a showcase with a, another company. It was basically just all Capcom, pretty much. Pretty and much all Capcom, yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know why they didn't just call it the Capcom, but I guess they wanted to make it a surprise. Uh, yeah. Basically, they just announced more Monster Hunter World is coming to uh, Nintendo, and uh, I don't understand how they're going to do that with 360p frames per second, you know? <laughs> well, but that's um, just me. It's it's not technically Monster Hunter World. Uh, it's Monster. Well, there's two of them. There's Monster Hunter Stories, which uh, apparently this is the second one of, and I'd never heard of it before. Um, and then there's Monster Hunter. Uh, yeah, yeah, the cartoony one. Have you ever played that, Dan? No, I've, I've seen it. That's about as far as I've gone. Got it. Got it. Um, and then the other one is like a Monster Hunter World Light. Uh, I don't think it's going to have like a zero loading screen thing like Monster Hunter World does. It might go back to the original um, format of like zoning and loading screens between the zones. Um, But we'll see. Uh, It looks pretty good on the Switch. Uh, Nowhere near as good as like a PlayStation Pro can do. But uh, for Capcom fans, this is definitely going to be good, I guess, or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, so as you say, it was basically just a, a Capcom thing. There was like Disgaea uh, was was announced. Uh, and my personal uh, thing that I'm looking forward to that probably won't come out until winter of next year, uh, but that's Rune Factory. Um, I love Rune Factory 4 on the DS or 3DS. And I'm looking forward to this one on the Switch. I think that they can do a pretty good job. Yeah, it's like full third person now. Yeah, yeah, full third person. Um, yeah, I mean the customized customization of weapons and stuff in that game and like the, the farming mechanic and the, uh, uh, the fighting mechanics, they're so smooth. Uh, I'm, I'm just really looking forward to that. Are you worried about the jump to 3d? Uh, yeah, of course I am. I mean, uh, 
my thing was I wasn't worried about the jump to 3D in Pokemon. Um, but now looking back on it, I should have been worried. Uh, it, it took me as an old man who played Pokemon Red when it first came out um, uh, way out of it. I was out of it. It, it. It's no longer my Pokemon game. And I'm okay with that. I've made my peace. Uh, I could always go back and play the older ones, but it's no longer for me. Um, so I'm hoping that that's not the case with Rune Factory. Because uh, I loved, as I said, I loved four and I played a bunch of three, but I n- never really stuck with me. But uh, yeah, no, it looks good. I'm glad that they're doing it. I'm glad that it's finally announced. Um, anyway, we are going to slide back in time um, to the Nintendo Direct that happened last week. Nope, two weeks ago. Yeah, it was two weeks ago um, where they announced a whole bunch of Mario titles. Leonard, what kind of Mario titles did they announce? Uh, well, they announced that Super Mario Bros. Uh, that were originally for the Game Boy and Game Boy uh, Color mm-hmm. <clears throat> would come to the monthly subscription. That's a thing still. Yeah, yeah still. And uh, they also announced three uh, games that they have. Super, uh, Super Mario 64, uh, mm-hmm. Super Mario Sunshine, which is one of my favorites, and Super Mario Galaxy, which I had never played. All right. Well, I mean, that that sounds like fantastic news that, you know, how could the internet be upset with that at all? Well, that's when the bad news happens, which I'm pretty sure Kent has something to say about that. Kent? Yeah, so, uh, you know, they released everything, and then there's this big old asterisk at the end that said, limited time only. Mm, mm, that was that is the thing a big that- asterisk. Oh, yeah. So that sent everyone in a frenzy uh, because not only was it a physical uh, limitation, so I think it's uh, right around the end of March. I think April 1st is when it's like completely done or something right. like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, so physicals, you know, they're going to be done. You're going to have to just get the last few ones that are left. But digitally on the eShop, it's gone too. So this is like one of the first few times we've seen something so big be such a limited, you know, availability, even digitally. And that is so strange considering that like, you know, these are some of the biggest games in video gaming history. Uh, Mario 64 was one of the best selling games of all time. And one of the best Mario games of all time. Mario galaxy is the best selling Mario game of all time. And uh, uh, what uh, Super Mario Sunshine is so beloved by the fans uh, that I, I, I can't even put words to it. So why the betrayal, Kent? Why does Nintendo hate its fans so much? So, you know, by all means, I'm not a Nintendo apologist. I've literally got my Switch last year. Like, I'm not, I'm not like the biggest Nintendo like fan out there um but i can actually kind of see where they're coming from uh which is like you know such a weird way to come about this from like online everyone's like mobbing together against it which is understandable but at the same time i feel uh like two major reasons one uh, they really want to boost their sales uh, and like to their shareholders and everyone, they want to show like, oh, look, sales were really good this holiday season because they only have this, Pikmin 3, and uh, what was the third one? Oh, Hyrule Warriors, uh, mm. the second one. Yeah. Uh, 
those are the only three major first party uh switch games uh even the hyrule warriors is um as not Nintendo, yeah. uh, but still, uh, you know, one of them or two of them are re-releases. So they really want to like shove that limited availability in people's faces. You know, they want to make people have uh, FOMO and like, oh, I need to get now. So that's right. one thing which is understandable on a business side. Like again, these companies are not your friends; they're no. just here for profit. That's all they do. So Got to think about that. Um, the second point which I feel can like dampen the flame a bit is I don't think that means you can't ever get them again. I think what it's going to be is that this bundle is limited, but they just don't want to say bundle. Cause then people who like, Oh, I only like sunshine or I only like galaxy or I'm only interested in 64. Those people would just like be like, Oh, if it's a bundle, that means surely it's going to be individual which probably that's what it is going to be. They're probably going to be selling it maybe $20, $25 a piece, so maybe a little bit more. So you right. have to pay more if you want all three of them, if you you know don't get the game in the next six months. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's another business move. Um, and it actually is pretty helpful if that's what they're going to do because I know, uh, like, Paul, you're probably only going to be interested in 64, right? Hell yes. Sunshine was, the, in my opinion, one of the worst uh, Mario games, and Galaxy made me feel physically ill while playing it. So <laughs> 64 is the only one I care about. Well, see, there you go. So I feel like if you weren't as you know in tune with how the industry works, you'd be like, oh man, I only want 64. But it's, uh, you know, they said you won't be able to get it, so I'll just get the whole damn thing. So then get your $60 instead of your $20, $25. And Kent, that's, that's why we're here. As, as a podcast, we are here to warn the consumer that if you only want one of these games, wait until like, let's say July. And these will probably pop up on the marketplace individually for a slight markup, but it'll be worth the wait. Right. And I'm sure they're going to announce that a little bit before the exclusivity's up. So if you're still not sure that's going to happen, I would still wait. And the thing is, like, most games aren't being produced. Like, they don't produce new copies for, like, a year or two unless they're really big. So six months of, like, having a new product out isn't that crazy. And so, like, even if it's, like, the beginning of March, you're still probably going to find copies because stores are going to have, like, you know, back inventory of like a bunch of extra copies. So yeah. Yeah. Even after the cutoff date, they're still going to be selling it just whatever they have left. Yeah. Especially bigger stores are going to have more of a stock. So just Mm -hmm. keep your eyes peeled. And if you really want it to like fill your shelf or whatever, um, get it then. Dan, is this a good idea? Is this a good move? Do you think Nintendo did the right thing? I concur with Kent. Um, The only thing I will say is probably as we get close to the cutoff period, uh, that's when the scalpers are going to go crazy and <laughs> shell plane for a bit. Yeah. Um, just because there's going to be the FOMO thing. So there are going to be people wanting to get it who for some reason have been sitting on it or just got their switch. And because of limited quantities and it being physical. Right. That's going to get scalped. But yeah, I do feel that it'll be split apart and move digitally. Nice. Nice. Um, okay. Leonard, is there anything that we're missing for, for this or did we sort of cover Nintendo? Uh, oh, there's one uh, other big announcement. Go for it. 
Uh, Nintendo's stopping 3DS. Yes. Sad days upon us for sure that 3DS is stopping. Sad. <laughs> well, I mean, they said that they would uh, support this thing for for years to come when the Switch came out. They said like six years for when the system launched, and it's been way long, way longer than that. So at least they, you know, that's held true. The promise. That's true. But it was kind of one of those things that I had to double check. I'm like, wait, it's not already discontinued. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, it, it surprised me. But it's been a while since something major sort of came out on the system. I guess the biggest game that came out on the system recently was like Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Uh, for the three last big one was like detective Pikachu or something weird. Uh, that was around the time that the regular sun and moon came out, but then ultra, moon, oh, okay. yeah, ultra sun came out. Um, so no one's really surprised about this news. I'm sure people are upset. Um, and it's not like we're going to see, unless I'm wrong, Dan, maybe you can tell me I'm wrong here, but we're probably not going to see another handheld Nintendo system, uh, in the same vein of the DS, 3DS family. Am I wrong, Dan? Um, you mean with the dual screens? Well, yeah, dual screens and specifically meant to like slide inside your pocket or in your purse or something like that. Really tiny, that kind of thing. I mean, originally I would agree to that, but with the evolution of like phone technology with like uh, flip screens and stuff, mm. I could see the potential for it down the line just for an expanded um, screen real estate state where it would be two screens, but it's still technically one. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think handhelds as we know it and that kind of DS format, I think they're gone. Yeah. Unless they do like a DS classic or 3DS classic <laughs> oh, no! way down the line. Well, they did do a relaunch of the Game & Watch consoles. So they're right. right. Yeah. Yeah. They, there is a Game & Watch coming out too that no one knew about, which was ridiculous. Um, Kent, you sort of touched on something that I'm sort of surprised they haven't done yet. And that's like a handheld Game Boy Color classic, mm-hmm. you know, to just give like 50 games inside of a Game Boy that you can, you know, put double A batteries in and it, it, it can chew through your batteries and whatnot. <laughs> I mean, it would be a bad design choice, but you know, it, it'd be hilarious to add that weight to it again. Yeah. Here you go. Gen Zers. Yeah. yeah exactly. This is what we had to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> With that little backlight that you put a clip on top of it. Yeah. And, and that the, little lamp. The magnifying glass too. Oh, oh my man. God. I had a friend that had <laughs> mag- the magnifying glass and he ended up using it more to examine his Pokemon cards before he, he put them in the little. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. He was that guy. Yeah. yeah Daniel Sterner, sense. if you're out there, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget. Petridge Farm remembers. <laughs> All right, so Leonard, I think uh, you did an amazing and admirable admirable job with uh, Nintendo News, and your intro is one of the best intros in the business for sure, for any segment of any podcast. Um, but we are done with the Nintendo segment, so I know that you usually close things out with your outro to the Nintendo News section, so... I don't even remember my outro. Neither do I, actually. I was, I was trying to remember, but I couldn't remember. I think remember. it was Mario screaming a horrible, brutal death. I think you're right. Leonard, can we can we get that in the booth? No. All right. Sounds good. So we are going to move on, uh, and this is going to be 
PlayStation's experience, PlayStation's experience, PlayStation had a YouTube, PlayStation on, on live. Do you not know how to English? Which, Paul's having a throat. Which yeah. this week on PlayStation, they had a live. They were live it and they said things. <laughs> Dan? I can confirm his eyes are kind oh of bugging God. out right now, so... I think it was the intro. Like, they still recovering. I think he had a speed addiction. I could be wrong. Could be. Dan, PlayStation yep. said things on the internet, and it was live for everyone to see. What did yep. they say? They said a lot of names and some numbers. Ooh, can we talk about the names that they said? The names. Well, it started out with Final Fantasy 16 being revealed as a PlayStation console exclusive. Right, but uh, let's talk about that asterisk real fast before you move on, because on the uh, trailer reveal of the Final Fantasy 16, uh, it showed uh, only for PlayStation 5, right? And right. then it had an asterisk, and at the bottom of the screen it said, also it's coming out for PC. Yeah, but they said PlayStation 5 console, so they're distinguishing between the two. Yes. They're saying console-wise, it's only for PlayStation that's, 5. That's true. But on PC, PC is the Wild West, my dudes. That's true. But it gets even funnier than that, Katie. Hmm. Because it's not coming out on PC right now. At least that's what they said. I think you're thinking. Yeah, there's a lot of backtracking on a lot of them. I think it was just Demon's Souls. Yeah, Demon's Souls. It's both. Demon's Souls is the one that got backtracked officially. Right. I don't know about Final Fantasy. I didn't see anything about Final Fantasy. I, I might be wrong. I'm pretty sure it was Final Fantasy too. But uh, anyway, yes. Hey, really quick. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt this very serious segment. But <laughs> quick question. In yes. the Final Fantasy 16 trailer, did the 12-year-old have a 60-year-old man's voice? Yeah. Okay. It's Final Fantasy. I mean, yeah. I'm just trying to figure that That's out. All you like need I, to say. I did like hey, a double take, and I was like, "Wait, is that actual child like, speaking?" Like, "Hello," and it was just like, "What?" Hey, little Johnny, don't call me little damn it. Yeah, it was. Um, I do quite be- confusing. I, I do believe that it was a uh, uh, an unfortunate sound thing because yes, the lips were moving, but it was a voiceover of an old man. Oh. Okay. Speaking at the same time that a younger person's voice was moving or lips were moving, and so uh, it wasn't actually okay. no. That makes sense. No, I was no, like, no. Oh, thinking it was a Benjamin Button thing. <laughs> it <laughs> might be a Benjamin Button. Maybe they're doing Benjamin Button. The, it's the power line. of the crystals. That's all you gotta know. <laughs> it clearly is the power of the crystals. I um, have clarification on the PC please, console yeah. thing. Um, six months full exclusive and twelve month clo- console exclusive. Suggesting it would arrive on PC half a year after PS5. Got it. Okay, so I was kind of right. Um, which is sort of funny that they, they dropped that at the same time uh, that they said it's coming exclusively on PlayStation. Uh, Dan, what do you think about it? Does it look pretty? Yeah, it looks great. And I think it's actually taking a different art style. Well, it's lighting style, I guess, would be more appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the sure. other Final Fantasies, which I think sets a good tone. Um, I do hope they go a little bit more mature rated with it. I saw blood. I think so. A blood on the little boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I think that this is going to be way more mature than what we're used to. Mm-hmm. It very much looks like Nomura sat down and watched half of Game of Thrones and went, I could do that. 
I mean, maybe. I mean, they, they were talking about like families and kings and rights yeah, and dudes. Yeah. And yeah. So like, who knows? I could do that. Yeah. 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 I could and do that. And that's like the first time we've gone back to like the quote unquote medieval setting since what, nine? Yeah. <laughs> that's a big deal. Nine was pretty steampunk. Yeah. If anybody's uh, played uh, Final Fantasy Type Zero, um, they'll know that Final Fantasy has actually had an M-rated game before. No, yeah, I, I, I didn't. I would. I didn't want to specifically say that it was uh, the first M-rated or only M-rated because, yeah, Type Zero, which is a terrible game, uh, was. It, it was terrible. Game. It. This didn't hold up. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, no, I played it a couple of years after it came out. Um, but yeah, so Final Fantasy 16, huh? huh? So soon yeah. after 15 came out in comparison. But where is seven part two? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't mind 16. I didn't care about 15 because it just looked like, you know, a circle jerk of boys. Um, it was. And I get really bored with that very quickly. In the car. <laughs> it was a circle jerk of boys. I don't want to watch a goofy movie, but Final Fantasy edition. Well, now I want to watch a goofy movie. I just rewatched <laughs> that the other day. It's really good. Good. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Final Fantasy looking good. Dan, what what happened after Final Fantasy? Uh, Spider Man, Miles Morales was shown oh. actually in gameplay. Yes. Okay. So who wants to talk about Spider Man? Because uh, we all know what I feel about this game. Oh man. Oh, I'm ready to talk about it. Go yeah. for it, Leonard. I'm gonna start it off. Do it. I didn't really get much time to talk on the Nintendo segment. Uh, so I am a Spider-Man fan, probably not as big as Paul uh, to the point where I critique every little part of it, but I am a big Spider-Man fan and seeing that we got more of a trailer for it or actually more like playthrough of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had the biggest heart on in my entire life. <laughs> I was erect for a good hour after that. Um, I had no idea what to do. I had to call my doctor and he subscribed me to pre-order the PS5 and get that game. And um, I'm, I'm definitely going to because it is amazing. It looks great. Uh, you could even say it's maybe a spectacular Spider-Man game. Could be. Uh, my jokes are hilarious. And uh, if you guys do not like it, you guys are racist, and uh, <laughs> that's it. That's the that's the tweet. I'm gonna okay. actually tweet that right now. <laughs> okay, uh, Kent. I know you're probably on the same side, so uh, give it give it to me. Yeah, no, it looks great. Uh, the only thing that just surprised me was that they announced that it's coming to PS4 as well. <laughs> yeah, that's a big backtrack on them how they were showing the next gen experience only on PS5. So that was right. my only like. That and also that uh, it looks like it's going to be a paid upgrade for the base Spider-Man game because they're calling it like the ultimate edition or whatever Mm -hmm. that has like remade models and extra content, uh, like extra suits and like better graphics, ray tracing. So I'm not uh, not 100% on that. Um, I mean, maybe they'll have extra animations to make the Spider-Man actually Definitely no. I'm pretty sure they heard the podcast and they said... We were going to do that initially, but now we're scratching that off. We're no longer doing that. Okay. Um, uh, Dan, are you on the same page here? Are you uh, psyched for this? I am. I think um, with uh, Miles Morales, there's a lot more focus on the actual person under, under the costume. I would and agree. I yes. Good. Uh, even with the trailer, you can see that Miles Morales was actually center stage versus a lot of the you know, just Spider-Man playing as Spider-Man. Right. So I think there's a lot of potential behind this. 
Uh, I mean, one of my other gripes for Spider-Man on uh, PlayStation 4 was that Peter sort of felt like a 2D character um, that was like super just he was too perfect that he had no flaws whatsoever. And he was Spider-Man. Like the only flaw he had was that uh, uh, MJ was not necessarily dating him anymore, even though, boy, howdy, did they spend a lot of time together. Um, it, so, and yes, the animation thing. And I also saw uh, repeated animations in uh, the, the gameplay trailer for Miles Morales. Uh, so I, it's just, I, superhero games are supposed to make you feel like the superhero and I have yet to find a game that made me feel like that particular. Go play the Avengers, Paul. You get to play as like seven of them. <laughs> but I hear that you only feel like one of them. Anyway. So I'm, I'm glad. Happy. What's that? I'm happy that we get a half Mexican. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I'm I've 100% seen, for yeah. this game. I want this game to just destroy all sales numbers, especially for this holiday season. It, it's basically going to be the unofficial bundled game um, for the PlayStation 5, guaranteed. Like 90% of the people who buy a PlayStation 5 this year for the holidays will buy uh, Miles Morales. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, and I want that to happen because this is a game and a story, hopefully that needs to be told for sure. I just won't be the one buying it because I am persnickety and an asshole when it comes to Spider-Man and his franchise. All right, Dan, what happened after Miles Morales? Harry Potter Hogwarts legacy was announced. What's that? Canceled. Canceled. Yep. What do you mean? If you know about the author, cancel. Ah, I see. Uh, actually, yeah, Leonard, you want to tell me why that is real quick? Um, I'm not going to explain it because I will get personally outraged. She is so a transphobic that- piece of shit. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. That's exactly who I was going to lead it to. Fuck Katie, her. you want to take it away? <laughs> no, just fuck her. We're done. Exactly. We're done with Harry Potter. Harry Potter is dead. Okay, no more cutesy Hatsune Miku wrote it. No, no, no. J.K. Rowling wrote a great thing once upon a time, and now it's dead. It's over. We're done. No more giving this turf bitch any more money. We're done. <laughs> I, I like this. I like. I miss. Yeah, my I friends. like this too. I like. I this miss too. my friends so much. I, this is why I like this thing. It's it's sort of sad that this has happened. Like for many many reasons, this is this is sad. But I did see the uh, trailer for what was it? Hogwarts? What? Uh, Words who gives a hoop? Legacy. Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts Legacy. I saw the trailer for this and I was like, ooh. It looks right. like literally everything I've ever wanted out of a Harry Potter game and I will still not buy it. That's harsh. Dan, Dang. are you, are you uh, canceling this or what's up? Um, I don't know enough about it. It looks cool. I'm very curious about it, but like it comes out until what launches near it. I'm not going to be like, Hmm, Spider-Man or, you know, Miles Morales or Hogwarts Legacy. No, this is, uh-huh. this is 2021. And I'm saying one, two things. First of all, it's not coming out uh, in 2021. It's going to get canceled and pushed back. Or, uh, well, uh, pushed I just back. mean like depends on what games come out when it comes out. Cause right. it, it looks interesting, but it's going to be one of those games that gets easily shelved. Or something yeah. Hard. Yeah. 
Um, but the second thing I wanted to say is that it won't be as good as we want it to be. It'll look pretty for sure. And the open world will be amazing, but the gameplay will be very um, casual. Yeah, yeah. Rudimentary, casual friendly, which is fine. It, you know, Harry Potter's not for us and apparently Harry Potter's not for anybody, but uh, yeah. So disappointed about that. Next. Next. Next, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War campaign gameplay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I laughed out loud multiple times during this trailer <laughs> because of how fucking ridiculous everything was. Yeah. <laughs> Those cars. It went over the top. It went way <laughs> too far over the top. Those cars were going 60, 70 miles an hour on the airplane. The guy puts down a little RC car. And it just like and just takes off, surpassing these cars and catching up to a C one thirty taking off. It, I. If you want to tell a story about the Cold War, why don't you tell some fucking awesome stories about the Cold War that actually happened? Put the player into those shoes, and there you got your game. But see, it felt like. That's- that's the thing, though. If you do that, you're a series called Battlefield. <laughs> I mean, that, and you're not going to sell as much. That's, yeah, well, um, it felt like a a Cinema Sin supercut. <laughs> <laughs> I just expected like a ding counter. <laughs> I was expecting a like Michael Bay like produce this trailer. Seriously, yeah. seriously, it looked like Fast it's and the Furious, though. Like, it, like, what are the expectations? My, ex- I mean. Granted, the last Call of Duty I played was the remake of Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which was a very grounded, very realistic, very understandable um, uh, story and and visual and all of that. So maybe I'm a little biased. Maybe I have some recency bias that that I'm I'm working through. But at the same time, like your first person shooter guy as he was going through that first section he was getting shot like 15 times just to melee dudes like fucking pull your gun out man i was disappointed well are you gonna buy it dan no oh okay (laughs) that's fine then all right dan what happened after call of doo-doo the village, also known as Resident Evil Eight, Resident Evil Eight. More gameplay was shown. Yeah, yeah, Katie. Uh, I am certain that you are going to be first in line playing uh, the village or Resident Evil Eight, um, and you're going to be playing through that whole thing. Oh yeah, totally, definitely. That's me. I like spooks. Yep, yep. You love the spooks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did it you even? It does look amazing. Did you even watch the trailer? No, Katie? I did not. <laughs> I didn't. I did not. No. no. <laughs> All right. Um, no, I wasn't even sure what you were just talking about just now, but it sounded spooky. It is. Yeah. And, and yeah. I tapped out. Okay. That's fine. Uh, Dan, is this a, is this a get for you? Maybe. Uh, it's going to be a way for reviews on this one. I like, I like the Resident Evil franchise, but I miss original fr- uh, Res- uh, Resident Evil games. Although okay. I did like Resident Evil 7. So this is kind of like, okay, as long as there's a good trend that, this forward. is seven part two. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a good chance I'll pick it up. Maybe just not day one. Okay. Leonard, did you see this trailer? What'd you think? Uh, not going to pick it up because I don't know much about the series, but all I'm going to say is this. I am also not a big person of the spooks. So not, not a I'll probably just watch a YouTube playthrough of it. 
Okay. All right. And lastly, Kent, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Just because uh, we can see uh, thick boy Chris Redfield (laughs) is insane how absolute (laughs) unit this guy is. I'm actually curious where they're going to take it because, spoiler alert, if you haven't finished seven, uh, seeing him at the end, uh, he that wasn't Chris. That was like, I don't know, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chad's the wrong name because he looked like a, I don't even know. That was not Chris. He looked this like actually a looks like Chris. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Not a name, but I like it. But like, he looks crazy. He actually looks like Resident Evil Five and Six. Chris, if he went through like. 10 15 years of hell and alcohol addiction which he did (laughs) so it's like you know this is cool to see them like actually continue the resident evil series with um the new main character what's his name again starts with a b uh barnacles yeah barnacles (laughs) (laughs) uh but you know this we don't even know who he looks like just first person guy right right um i'm i love the whole transylvania look so uh yeah this is gonna be you know day one for me i'm just gonna say it out i haven't even played seven yet but with that ps plus collection thing right we will definitely get to that yeah yeah for sure uh do we have a date on that dan um or is that a 2021 thing I think it's 2021. God of War. Awesome. Okay, okay, let's not let's not jump the gun here. What happened after Resident Evil, Dan? Uh, more gameplay for Deathloop. Yes, I want this game so bad. Oh my god, I want this game, and I want someone else on this call to play it with me so that I. I am down. Yes. Thank you. I am totally down because I've been wanting to play this. And plus, we're getting a POC as the main character. Let's go. Both of them. Both of them are uh, people of color. And also, one of them is a female lead. So, yes. gamers. I just, I just want, I just want to say something. Yes, go. You said someone, um, on this call. Yeah. Play with you. Uh-huh. Um, you haven't played a game with me. Well, we can play this. In, this this is like I, I, can can I can maybe, I butt in too? Yes, maybe go. Two years. Yes, please. Uh, I've I've uh, I haven't played a game with Paul and so I cannot wait for long. this game to come out. Okay, Bethesda he's, he's is producer, and um, Arcane is making it. If you so, don't know who Arcane is, Dan, tell him who Arcane is. Uh, they're the guys who made Batman. Hell yes, they are the bad. Are they? Yeah. Oh, Arcane. dishonored. Yeah, they made no, Dishonored. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. made Dishonored. They made Dishonored. Yeah. I mean, I understand how you get confused. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so no, I I cannot wait for this. I cannot wait for this. Who else is yeah, with it me? Definitely looks yeah. cool. Yeah, I am very excited. I, I guess I like the aesthetic. Oh sure. yeah, yeah. That like pseudo sixties thing going on. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. All right, Dan, keep going. Next, uh, Kent, you want to say this one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Demon Souls, baby. What's that? No, no, no. Double May Cry 5. Oh, oh yeah. Come on. I'm looking forward to both. <laughs> well, clearly more, more interesting than Demon Special Souls. edition. Virgil, and all baby. It's, all it's going to be for five hours is just the Dante dancing to Billie Jean the whole time. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. saved you 60 bucks. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, <man>. 70. <laughs> 
I can't wait to play as Virgil. I think this is forty. I don't think uh, it's full price. No, it's probably not going to be full price. We should actually talk about full price later. Yes, right. we will be talking about full price later for sure. Uh, but man, so this is uh, if you never played DMC five, play this one. It's going to be the entirety of the previous one plus new stuff. Um, you know, if you haven't played the original, it'd just be like, oh, they just showed new character, but like there's going to be new cutscenes. Um, it's going to be like 5.5, I guess you could say. Right. Um, this is support it, please, uh, because this is a series that should continue because this can uh, influence other games of this type. And if you're one of those people who are getting tired of like third person shooter, first person shooter, or all these like open world RPGs, you know, we haven't seen this type of game in a while. Um, so it's really cool to see the series come back so strong. And then right off the bat of the PS5 launch, it's just cool to have, simply right. put. No, it looks pretty. It's going to look amazing uh, at 60 frames uh, with all the special particle effects on the PS5. Yeah, ray tracing, ray tracing all that. Et cetera. Uh, it's going to look great. Um, I'm not going to get it. But that's just because uh, Dante is the only Devil May Cry character, and I don't know who the other people are. Well, you can yeah. play as him, so at least you can do that. And when you beat the game, you can do you can play as him any mission. So, well, maybe, maybe. Uh, I would say though, if you are a completionist, like a trophy hunter, and you really care about those stupid like percentile things, you may not want to get this game because this is one of the hardest platinum games to get ever. Interesting. Devil May Cry is just like a hard game, but like the trophies are so insane. Uh, so it actually is enjoyable in a sense because like if even like you don't care that much, but you still like find yourself like, oh, I have to complete everything. This could be the game that could like break that mold and just be like, you know what? I'm just going to play it to enjoy it. Yeah. So no, either way. Uh, but you know, these games are hard, but they do have easier difficulties. Um, and now on the easiest difficulties, you have like unlimited retries, all that. So, yeah. uh, it can be accessible, but, uh, Devil May Cry is just notorious for being insanely tough. Okay. So. All right, Dan. All right. A game that I am actually excited that I was actually come back. Oddworld Soulstorm. Hell yes. Thank you, Dan. I knew you as an old person as well would look back on this game with a fondness this is one of my favorite games i think people will still love it i mean i I think a lot of gamers probably missed it because it is early playstation one days yeah 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 it has that like pseudo grungy ps1 atmosphere still so yeah it super does it super does and like they've had a couple of missteps i will say uh in in continuing the odd world name uh with that weird first person shooter and also Stranger, that uh, Stranger's Wrath, I think it was called. Yeah, yeah. It was, actually, it was good. Stranger's but. Wrath. Stranger's Wrath. Um, and then there was Munch's Odyssey. Yeah. Which, that was like yeah. third person platformer. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but this one is back to form, side scrolling, puzzle platformer, uh, with Abe the greatest uh uh mascot ever, who was never a mascot. Uh, I cannot wait for this game. It looks so good. Yes. Continue, Dan. Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach announced. Leonard, since you're the youngest one, I think, 
What do you think about Five Nights at Freddy's? I know it's Why your favorite game. You call me the youngest one. I know it's I'm, your. Kent is the baby. I am the youngest uh, one. Leonard, I know. Kent's the baby. I know Leonard that uh, Five Nights oh, at Freddy's is your favorite uh, game of all time. Um, you have all of the plushes. The bit works better if you get the names right. <laughs> huh? I I did. Leonard. Leonard has all the plushes, right? I think he's actually over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, I guess Leonard doesn't want to talk about his first love, Five Nights at Freddy's. So. All right, well, then why don't we go right to Leonard's next love, Unreal Engine 4, Fortnite. Hey, there it is. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Leonard, were you surprised to hear that Fortnite was coming to PlayStation 5? If you literally are surprised by that, you're just an idiot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd like... The only thing I was just happy about, because I, I, they've been saying this for a while, and the fact that it's actually going to be implemented on the next-gen consoles, I'm very happy about. Didn't um, they? Like, this was... I'm not going crazy. This was announced already, right? Yeah, so it was announced that they were going to be working with Unreal Engine 4, and everyone thought it was already put into the game, but... Or 5, right? Unreal Engine 5, yeah. No, 4. Unreal Engine 4. Oh, 4? Well, 5 is the... Is the one on PS5. Either way, uh, it looks cleaner. I just liked looking at the water, and that was pretty much it. Right. I mean, uh, when they were showing off the screen or, like, the, the, the panning shots of it, I was like, oh, shit, what is this? Panty is- shots? Panty shots, yes, the panty I shots. I thought it was uh, Immortals, Phoenix Rising. That's exactly what I thought. And then, uh, you know, I saw a stupid Fortnite dance, and I was like, oh, well, they're just <laughs> telling us that Fortnite's going to be on PS5? That's... I'm so surprised. I didn't think Fortnite was going to go into the next generation. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that they'd survive, you know? That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dan, we're going to move on. All right, Demon Souls Extended. Yeah. I already spoiled it. it. I can't <laughs> yeah. wait to talk about this one. Uh, yeah, Kent, do you want to say anything about this? No, I'm good. No, All I'm right. kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, just, it's amazing. Uh, if you know the story about Demon Souls just how like little faith they had in the game and how many issues they had just bringing it to the PS3, then it's oh, just yeah. like, it's respectable that it's uh, a PS5 launch title. So you got to give it credit to them. It's blue point. Like, come on. It's yeah, blue, blue point. point knows what the fuck they're doing. So yeah. that's going to be, that's going to be good. Looking at this game. I was tempted. I was tempted to, to, to buy this, but then I remembered I snapped my PS3 controller in half <laughs> Um, because of this game, so I'm not going to buy it. The cool thing is, though, it has a more accessible co-op, in my opinion, than Dark Souls. It has less restrictions, at least compared to like two. That's nice. Um, so it, you know, it definitely is going to be one of those really fun online uh, co-op things to play with friends. Um, the graphics are just insane. Like I've yeah, been playing Demon good. Souls uh, lately because there's um there's a little discord server that i'm part of and this person is hosting because the online for the original ps3 got shut down a few years ago but this guy's just hosting it himself so you just connect to the uh ip address or the dns um and then you can just play online and it's super fun but like just playing it recently so it's like fresh in my mind and seeing this new thing it's like astounding how deep uh, they've gone and remaking it. This is right. the furthest you can get from a remaster 
like ever uh aside from just like a modern warfare reboot like this is the game but two generations later so yeah it does look good um dan are you picking this one up uh, I might, depending on what I get at launch, because this will be a launch title. Yeah, yeah, it will this be is like title. one of the few. Very few. Yeah. Uh, launch, not like because Ratchet and Clank is launch window, but this yeah. is like one of the few launch, launch titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Ratchet and Clank, I'm definitely getting that. Look, that shit looks yeah. fun oh, as yeah. fuck. Yeah. Um, Dan, keep going. Next up, PlayStation Plus collection was announced. Yes, it was. So, we're going to wait uh, to talk about this until the topic. That's what we're going to do. Oh, okay. Yes, we are. So continue. Right. Give me Next another game. Up, uh, well, it was the price, but that's going to be after the That's after the break. And uh, then... Katie, Ragnarok. Oh, well, Dan, you fucking... God damn it. <laughs> well, Katie cut me off earlier, so I get to cut her off. <laughs> wait, when did I cut you off? When you just spouted off God of War? You know, it's God of War. Oh, God of War Ragnarok. That comes out next year, probably. It looks... It, it, we haven't seen anything, but it, it looks pretty sounds good. good. It sounds great. I'm excited. <laughs> what were you going to say, Dan? Just about that. Thanks, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's uh, all the games that we know of that are coming out. Um, I guess that's it. That you know, that's that's all of PlayStation games for the next uh, year and a half. Like uh, that's well, kind of surprising. Third parties. Yeah, I guess that's all the third parties. Like that's wow. That's so many like few games. I'm surprised that uh, you know not a lot of games are coming out. It's weird, huh? So we're gonna move on from Sony for just a moment and talk for a little bit in our most precious segments of our podcast. And that's buried the lead. Our buried the lead section is all about Ubisoft. We're going to start off with something funny and then go to something that angers me and then go to something that angers me even more. But the funny thing is um, monster energy drink uh, was just about to sue Ubisoft. The f- paperwork was already filed. It was already going through the court system. Um, and the reason that they were going to sue was because um, Ubisoft has a game coming out or that used to be called Gods and Monsters. And Monster Energy Drink said, Hey, Monsters, that sounds a lot like our name, Monster. You have to change that. And so instead of going through the court system, Ubisoft was like, whatever, we wanted it to name it something stupid anyway. So we just changed the name. Suck it, monster. Uh, Kent, what did they change the name to real fast? Immortals Phoenix Rising. (laughs) That sucks balls. It sucks balls. That's one of the worst video game titles I've ever heard. And it's depressing that it's because of Monster Energy Drink that we have to deal with Ubisoft. It looks like an interesting game. I still haven't seen any gameplay of it, but it looks like an interesting game. Uh, It's Odyssey plus like Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Breath of the Wild. It's like almost, that's just all it is. (laughs) Right. And like, that does sound like a pretty nice combination of games. So yeah. it, it it's probably going to be a good game. It's just funny that uh, Monster Energy Drink had to sue over the name Monster. But you know what, Kent? I think I remember this happening. How many times has this happened before with Monster Energy Drink? Well, uh, you know, according to official documentation, uh, 
you know, by last year, it's only been over, I think, a thousand <laughs> trademark <laughs> cases that have been reviewed. Uh, and this isn't just for Monster. This is also including the letter M and the word beast <laughs> for their marketing. <laughs> so I'm surprised. I'm, I'm sure there's been some Nintendo uh, debacles. Because of Mario? M on his hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Like, cause you know, we can't access the full list, but yeah, know, a lot yeah. of it's like, you know, behind, uh, you know, corporate right, red right. tape. So for sure. We'd have to like uh, get documentation ourselves to be able to look at it. And even yeah. if we got to look at it, Kent mentioned before uh, recording that we wouldn't even know what these titles are because the companies that got sued by monster would have then changed them. So like, uh, this is yeah. so dumb that Mario is, or that monster is doing this. I, I just, they're I just an IP bully, you know, yeah, they're they just really trying are. to throw, I mean, like, you know, you can only make so much money on energy drinks. <laughs> so many so, advertisements. On selling gasoline that you pissed into. Yeah. All right. So that's the funny thing that happened to Ubisoft. Now we're going to talk about the angering things that have happened out of Ubisoft. Uh, we're going to talk about first uh, the, the Tom Clancy's uh, phone shooter that came out um, at the middle of this year. Um, that couldn't have timed their bad guys worse. Uh, their bad guys, for all intents and purposes, are protesters. And you play as elite policemen who have to go in and stop the protesters because they're breaking things or whatever. Uh, and that's bad enough, right? That That's... That's bad optics to begin with. But then they had to go take it a step further and they say they did all of this by accident or at least without thinking. And one of those is certainly true. Um, the symbol for the protesters is the same symbol uh, that the Black Lives Matter movement has uh, adopted as their symbol and that has been used for... Um, black people's rights since the 1940s, uh, which is a fist raised in the air. Um, Dan, parse this out for me. Well, considering this is the first time I actually heard about this, <laughs> holy fuck. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yeah, so yeah, no, this actually happened. Uh, it is um, not okay. They said that they're going to change the symbol uh, for the the bad guys, um, but they didn't say anything about changing the type of bad guys that you're going to be fighting, um, which, in my opinion, is as bad as using the Black Lives Matter uh, symbol uh, because these are protesters, and since we are in a global crisis of uh, identity here um, and protesters are already being abused uh, for what they believe in. It's, it's certainly not a good time to show the other side uh, as, as anything positive, especially in a game. Yeah. I don't understand how the, the design doc of that got through anybody. Right. 
Right. Um, and that's I, I couldn't tell you like a how anything because realistically, none of that would make sense. Yeah. 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 And like, I, I, I don't want to play other sideism here and I don't want to uh, play, uh, you know, devil's advocate here, but the only possible explanation that I could come up with, and it still doesn't make sense, is that they're French. So they don't have like they can't just literally look outside and see the protests happening necessarily, but that's also not true. So I, I have a theory. Okay, can't go for it. Uh, and it's I am not defending it because it's so stupid of right. them to do in the first place. But uh, I mean, look at Rockstar. It's just uh, shock marketing. Uh, I'm sure Oof. part of it is part of you know like because. I doubt there's not one person who was like, yeah, this is a little bit distasteful. I doubt there is not one person that did that. So I am sure that they're like, okay, we'll just write it off and uh, see what happens. And Hey, we're just going to get publicity on it. Cause like, look what's happening. Like people are talking about a mobile game. Right. Nobody would have cared about like everyone when it first was released, everyone was like, Oh God, why isn't this a new uh, Splinter Cell game? And then everyone was just pissed off. But now, People are talking about it and it's in headlines, it's in everything. So yeah, I'm yeah. sure. And then it's so easy to just write a thing, be like, we're sorry, we'll change it. And it's yeah. like you said, they're not changing the enemy type. They're just changing the icon, which is just a quick PNG Palette image. Slot. They yeah, got to yeah. change. <laughs> so they're just, yeah, this, I'm sure they knew deep down this is could be a problem and they're just like yeah let's just uh see where this goes and we already have um an apology letter written up and just saved under this folder we'll just right. broadcast it if uh it gets too bad and it did for a very good reason um so there, i'm sure this is just another gta like rockstar thing how they have consistently uh fed into controversy right um but not at that degree like this yeah so. I, I i would say that rockstar does the south park thing and mm-hmm. be, because they can sort of fall back on parody um they find themselves in safe water more often than not um and they usually don't tackle like if they tackle something as serious as race relations uh they usually do it with a little bit more respect on both sides at least mm-hmm. So, um, and they do both sides. So they'll uh, like, look at GTA five, for example, the most recent, they like make fun of both political parties. Right. Right. Not just directed to one. So, uh, you know, this is just distasteful. Yeah. To say the Um, least for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, This is studio developed it. Uh, I I don't know if you want to look that up. I do want to, I do want to talk to Leonard though. Um, what's up, man? I mean, like this to me is the most disgusting thing that a video game company has done. Uh, and the optics and the timing could not have been worse. How do you feel? Uh, it's kind of sad to say I'm used to it at this point. Um, I'm kind of just used to like companies always like doing something and, either whether it's whether it's stealing from cultures or stealing from other people um especially people of color it's it's sickening it's sad and 
especially the fact that they're using something that's supposed to be for peace and for equality and it's not even happening and the fact that they're using it for a video game villains or whatever it's it's really distasteful and at this point it's just like i'm over it like um at this point it just it just makes me more sad than ever because like there are a lot of people that look towards video games and think yeah video games are like my escape and the fact that like you're using this symbol now to use it as an evil insignia. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it hurts. And at this point, I'm just, I'm used to it at this point. Yeah. It's, it's depressing that you're used to it. And I completely understand. Um, it's, I, cause you know, as an outsider looking in, um, I saw that the video game industry was making strides and in a lot of ways, they still are making strides. I mean, we just talked about um, Bethesda and Arcane's new game. uh, And that that's a huge step forward that both uh, protagonists are people of color and one is a female person of color. Um, And then to see this sort of tone deafness sort of so easily slide into the iOS and play stores is uh, depressing. And I can only imagine uh, that. Yeah. Leonard, you would just feel sort of numb to it. Um, But uh, Dan Kent, did you guys have uh, the name of the studio? Yeah. Uh, Ubisoft Owlient. O W L I N T looks Mm. French based. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Probably a very sub division. Yeah, because uh, they got it's, it's Montreal. Like, I did find one, and I don't know if this is accurate, but one little bit of information: they have three people on their team. Wait, what? Seriously? According to their profile, uh, current number of team members: three. Good God! Well, um, that could be because of the next bit of Ubisoft news that I wanted to talk to before we went to break. Um, but I, I doubt it. The numbers just don't add up. But uh, I'm sure everyone has heard of this. Uh, it has been circling the internet uh, for a couple of weeks now. But Ubisoft has been going through some layoffs uh, due to some serious and provable uh, sexual abuse allegations um, that went really, really, really high in uh, Ubisoft's uh, hierarchy. Um, De- uh, no, it was Kent. That's right. Uh, Kent, who who was it? Uh, for what? For the sexual allegations. Uh, oh, <laughs> sorry. Like, there's so many of them. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, but, but uh, the, um, the big one, the one that uh, is making the headlines. Uh, let me look up his name because I, I don't want to butcher it. No, yeah, that's fair. Because, um, no, it, as we've said, this has been sort of circling the internet for quite a long time. And Is it Tommy Francois? No, no, no. Uh, no, but he was one of them. Yeah, that's what I was, I'm just like, there's so <laughs> many of them. Yeah, it was a disgusting number of people who are uh, either on leave or straight up fired. Um, and the, the president, uh, Dan, do you remember the president of Ubisoft's name? Yeah. Uh, 
Yves Guimont. Yves Guimont. Thank you so. I knew you'd get it. Uh, okay, I got him. Yeah, yeah. He uh, the Yves Guimont had to come out and uh, do the whole uh, "we're sorry" thing. Um, so, uh, so this one was Ashraf Ismail. Eh, there it is, man. Good one. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was the guy who actually met him. Yeah. Did you know? Yes, I interviewed him for Assassin's Creed Black Flag um before it came out yeah he was a big icon right for uh that and origins yeah yeah he's been on stage like uh if you've seen uh the announcements for what like uh assassin's creed odyssey um and uh, assassin's creed origins he was the one on stage doing the thing yeah he had a couple of controversies yeah i feel like i got a like it, right after another um, cheating on his wife with a fan, and oh, then no. you know it that stemmed to this. Uh, <laughs> you know, when we're talking about this, we're gonna need like a whole, you know, like, a like file, yeah, spreadsheet yeah. of documentation of how many people. Yeah, it's astounding. Yeah, um, it it again, sadly. Not surprising, uh, but this is more of a uh, corporate America uh, sort of situation, or at least a corporate in general mentality, um, where these men in power feel that they have the ability to do and say whatever they want to whoever they want, uh, even if it's a uh, subordinate or a fan. Um, I kind of thought that we would uh, see these sort of things sort of dovetail out. Uh, but that doesn't seem to be the case, considering that Yves Guimont uh, had to come out and say he's sorry on the same day that more allegations uh, were levied against more employees of Ubisoft. Um, this is a serious problem, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, but this is a serious problem in the video game industry in particular uh, because of its male dominance. Um, and of course, this is getting better. The male dominance part is getting better. There's a lot more females coming into the, uh, the sphere of video game creation, uh, such as uh, artists and, uh, and things like that. But Katie, um, you were the one that sort of pointed me at this uh, a couple weeks ago. So, wow. Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just there I was trying to find a tweet specifically there was a there was a female streamer that talked about her experience in a private discord server where high ranking members of both Twitch and Ubisoft and other gaming companies were exchanging nude photos with a now notorious uh, Destiny Clan, right? Uh, BSK, that whole thing. So Ubisoft was involved in the whole. M- maybe I can't find the tweet, so I can't confirm it. Okay. But I swear, I swear, someone from Ubisoft was indicted okay. in one of those. Well, I mean, even if they weren't, there's so many people indicted in Ubisoft that probably yeah. somewhere down the line, you know? Yeah. Which is fucking messed up. Um, but, uh, yeah, these two news stories pissed me off and I hope they piss you, the listener off too. And you fucking do something about it. Tweet at Ubisoft or maybe don't buy their games or buy their games. But, uh, while you're playing them on Twitch, say how shitty Ubisoft is. I think that'll work just as fine. 
Um, and it's uh, pretty big because it just shows it's not just a U.S. thing. We're talking about an international oh, yeah. uh, publisher. So this is a worldwide. Oh, yeah. So I yeah. think that's a thing that people kind of forget. Yeah, like uh, video games definitely don't get made in a vacuum. Um, and these issues don't happen in a vacuum. Uh, so, yeah, fucking, um, I don't know. Do something right, video game industry, for fucking once. So we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about PlayStation 5. We're also going to talk about Xbox Series S, as in Sam, and X, as in xylophone. I hope everyone comes back with a smile on their face because we have a bunch to get through. We'll be back. Hey, guys. Leonard from the NPC Podcast, and I have something important to talk about. Racial injustices and police brutality is affecting everyone in the world, and it's something here at the NPC Podcast as well as Silver Tongue Audio are completely against. We don't tolerate racism or police brutality here on any level, no matter the circumstances, and especially as we are a diverse group of people. We can't sit quiet about it. The NPC and Silver Tongue Audio will never ask you guys for any sort of money ever but we ask if you don't know what's going on to look it up and understand what's going on with the world. Education is a powerful thing and we firmly believe it can bring racial injustices and police brutality to a complete stop. We also hope you guys could donate to any BLM, Black Lives Matter, or against police brutality organizations. If you can't donate because COVID has messed up things for most people, we instead ask you to educate people on the topic and stand up for what's right. If you do decide to donate, we suggest BAJI, which stands for Black Alliance for Justice Immigration, or Act Blue, which acts against police brutality. As a black man, I live in constant fear for friends, family, myself, and many of you guys, the listeners, because it can happen to anyone. We thank you for your time and energy, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the show. Peace, love, and positivity, and I'll see you guys later. Welcome back, everybody, and it's time for the topic of this week, and that topic is we finally got more information on the new systems coming out this holiday se- this holiday season. The thing that we were talking about last episode of the end of this current generation going in to the next generation, well, we're finally looking down the barrel of that next generation and some people say it looks pretty darn good. Who would agree with me there, huh? Give me a heck yes. Only for one side, heck yes. Okay, well, yeah, that's fair. Um, we are going to be talking about first of all the PlayStation. Um, no, you know what? You know what? I want to talk about Xbox. We're going to do this in chronological order. We're going to talk about the Xbox Series X and Series S. I hope that comes out clearly. Uh, <laughs> so, um, other than the bad naming convention, uh, did anybody uh, have any opinions on the Series S being announced and what it can do and what it can't do, etc.? I think uh, Microsoft is looking to sweep the market by being as competitive as humanly possible. That is a really good way to put it, Dan. Why do you think, or how, how do you think they're doing that? Uh, well, they're um, sandwiching the market. So basically you have the high-end console at the premium price, and you also have a baseline entry core 
kind of system that launches at below what anyone would have expected uh, a next-gen platform to launch. Right. So if you have somebody coming in to buy a console, it's you know uh, a parent looking to buy whatever they can, but at the cheapest price, well, there you go. Right. It's also going to be competitive with the Switch because if you want you know, a next-gen platform and it's right there on the price line with the Switch, I mean, it's a no-brainer. You know, Dan, I did not even consider the Switch being in that conversation, but it certainly is, uh, especially yep. for this holiday season because we've all been going through quarantine and a pandemic and we know the value of uh, a handheld system at, at a time like this. And since it's been pretty hard to find switches uh, in this past year, this would be a perfect alternative for that. A $300 system, which by the way, if you didn't know, the Xbox Series S is coming out at $300. It does not have a disc. It is a digital only system. Um, and uh, it's, uh, Kent, uh, from what I understand, it is 100% uh, what the Series X is, but without all the frivolous bells and whistles, right? It's it's comparable for sure, right? Uh, kinda. What do you, what 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 do you what? Kent, this is supposed to be a next gen system at three hundred dollars. Of course, it has to be better than what's currently on the market. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> remember. Uh, <laughs> Remember when like the uh, Xbox One X was always like true 4K gaming? That's like all you ever heard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Series S is uh, limited to 1440p. To each his own, I guess. Yeah. So it uh, it came out pretty quickly. Um, Digital Foundry hasn't said anything about this yet, but I'm sure that they're making a video as we Oh, they're going to tear into it. When they're going to tear the fuck out of it. Oh, also um, like 512 gigs of storage instead of the terabyte compared to X. Which X. is a fucking embarrassment. That's I hate so this. Weird. S and X sounds so similar if you talk quickly. So it's, you just got to like... Yeah, oh, yeah. Retail's going to suck. Retail's going to fucking suck. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, okay, so yeah, it came out pretty quickly that the Xbox Series S is um, not quite as good as the Xbox One X is. And the One X is the one that is currently on the market selling, I think, for $400, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm sure that price is going to be dropping uh, like a stone when the S comes out. Um, But, oh, why would they do this, Dan? Well, you could always buy an expandable memory slot card thing. Oh, I see. So it's a it's a peripheral thing, huh? Well, I mean, you could only I mean, you could buy a memory card for the Xbox One S for I think what was the leaked price? Two hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it, it's the exact same thing. That's why I mentioned the core when I talked about it because if you remember when. The Xbox 360 core launched with its four gigabyte yeah, yeah, hard drive space. Internal could, hard drive, yeah. Yeah, and you could buy an expandable hard drive for $100 for you know, 20 gigs or 80 right, gigs, whatever right. it was. And that's, that's the idea. 
Katie looks like she's about to explode. So what, what what are you about to say? I just realized what this console is actually marketed for. What's that? This is not for the casual gamers. Otherwise, they would have focused more on that. This is literally just for Fortnite gamers. <laughs> this is for the, the families that have a kid that's bothering the shit out of them to buy them a console. But they need the newest console. So like they're looking at their options. They're like, I can't spend $500 on a console. Oh, well, if he's only going to play Fortnite and Apex or something or Fall Guys, then, you know, here's this console that you can do. This is literally like the one or two game console console. Like this would be perfect for me because I was just thinking like I could probably get it and just play Destiny on it with, you know, my Xbox friends. Right. But like. But still, <laughs> like, I don't even think 300 is like good. No, that's well, too much money for the hardware. Yeah. Like, holy yeah. shit. Like, you guys yeah, are... They're... Too good, though. Can you spend 25 a month? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. You're going to sell us one of your Ponzi schemes? <laughs> <laughs> We're not buying into your another one of your LML, MLMs. <laughs> All right? Look, I've got a timeshare just for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but is the island nice? Of course. It's a great view. You just got to de-weed everything. It's right there. Do I have to pay extra for my house? Always. Always, yeah. Oh, wonderful. I am taken. Um, Have you guys heard about the installment plan that Microsoft's doing with the Xbox Series S? I did not, actually. Dan, do you want to break that down Oh, yeah, he wasn't kidding about that. I kind of figured he wasn't, but uh, uh, give me the information, man. Um, so from the top of my head, I believe it comes with the Ultimate Game Pass, a Xbox One S for $25 a month for two years. Series. If you want the X, it's $35 a month. Mm-hmm. It comes with Game Pass and the console. Uh, uh, that is a subscription model, sort of. Yes. For the console itself. For the console and Game Pass. And Game Pass. Ah, <clears throat> um, uh, boy. So I'm not going to say that that's a bad idea because that is a pretty damn good idea. Um, this is certainly marketed towards a specific market. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's good that that market is being uh, uh, looked at. It's just surprising that it's being looked at um, right now at the beginning of a generation. This is sort of something that I could see them doing midway through a generation. But um, in the middle of COVID in the middle of yeah. modern economic crisis. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 And I like mean, you could always game the system. You just pay one month, delete your <laughs> payment history. <laughs> and then you're good to go. They can't charge you anymore. <laughs> gonna They're going to send their Xbox goons that are dressed as master <laughs> chief. It's like the Sims. You get the repo guy. He just sucks up your yeah. console. Yeah, and then that's exactly leaves. what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so the Series S is, uh, well, first of all, we didn't mention that it does look like a speaker box. Like 100% looks like straight yeah. up a speaker box. Um, but it is the base, base, base level of uh, Xbox Next Generation. So if you wanted to play Halo whenever that comes out, unless that's vaporware, um, if you wanted to play Halo, this is the way to do it. If you wanted to play Call of Duty, um, although, and you don't have an Xbox X, one X, uh, then this is the way to do it. 300 bucks is not bad for an entry price 
It's just also not good for an entry price either. I have uh, a I have a funny commentary. Do it. I saw it on Twitter, so it's not mine. Okay. But someone pointed out, isn't it isn't it kind of ironic that technically Destiny 2 Beyond Light is one of their launch titles? And it's rumored that it may be a bigger role or actually not even rumored. They straight up announced it. It's playing a bigger role in uh, the new Xbox launches than previously anticipated. <laughs> they have no other games. No, they don't. <laughs> it's just funny because it's like, you know, yeah, there's going to be Halo. Yeah, yeah. But it's still Bungie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was actually talks that Microsoft is buying Bungie. Uh, Pete Parsons already shot that down. Okay. Like okay. instantly, he was like, "This is false." Yeah, I, I wanted to talk to you about it because I know you're, you're you have the pulse on Bungie. Yeah, so. and a bunch of people were like, "Source or where did you read that?" And it's like he's the CEO <laughs> yeah. of Bungie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I think uh, my source was Games Radar, so I can't really yeah say much about that. Um, okay, well, so I do have one question for you. Do it. So with uh, the way uh, generations work. Right, we always push the hardware to its limits as we move throughout. You know, yes, the yes. cycle. Okay. Do you feel that the Xbox One S, given its power uh, hindrances, I guess it's lacking in power compared to its you know X version, uh-huh. will hold back the Xbox Life? Uh, well, <laughs> hold out the Xbox capabilities. Uh, later in its life cycle. Okay, so I, I I thought the question was going in a different direction, but uh, I'm glad that you mentioned this one. Uh, yes, like 100%. Um, considering, and this is also true for the PlayStation, we'll get to that too, but considering that uh, all of the games that are launching on the Xbox Series X and S uh, are also simultaneously launching for the Xbox One S and X, um, that simple fact will hold the game back for at least a year or the systems back for at least a year. Well, uh, Microsoft's already said that they're going to do the next two years, I think where all games yes. are going to come out for both. Okay. So that's even worse for Microsoft than I thought. Um, but <laughs> there was one more detail and it sort of ties into what, what you asked me is one more detail about the Xbox series S uh, that we didn't mention. And that is it's backwards compatibility or lack thereof for the games. So this is a little confusing, but I'm going to try my best to parse it out for everyone. The games that are enhanced for the Xbox One X are not going to be able to be enhanced for the Xbox Series S. Does that make sense for everybody? Mm-hmm. Yes. That is a fucking travesty for a uh, uh, a system that is not out yet. Um, yeah. <clears throat> this is going to hold back Microsoft, at least for the development side. It might even hold back video games, depending on who wins this console uh, generation for the next two years. Um it might hold them back. It, no matter what the Series X can put out, it won't really matter to development if the development teams for even third-party games have to consider making it for the Xbox One and the Xbox Series S. Uh, so it's going to be kind of weird. 
Good point, Dan. Thanks for making me depressed. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) Well, let's liven things up a little bit because we got some really good news about the PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation 5? Yes, sir. Yes, Yes, sir. sir. Yes, sir. Actually, wait a minute, Leonard. I I forgot. You said that you'd get the cheaper system, right? And technically, the Xbox Series S is the cheapest system coming out next year or this year. Mm -hmm. Are you getting it? Hell no, because <laughs> I could spend a hundred dollars more and I can get a literal PS five that has exclusives and they're actually great. Cause at this point, I'm sorry to any, this is my little Xbox rant. Literally, if you have a computer, you might as well just not even buy an Xbox. Cause literally everything is going to be on the Xbox series S and X. God, that's so irritating. But uh, Leonard, <laughs> surely there isn't a play a way to play with Xbox friends, right? Like back, you know, cross platform play isn't a thing, right? Oh, that's that is a thing now, Ken. <laughs> And, wow, uh, <laughs> I am so surprised. I know, right? Like, I I can't even believe this. Like to this day, and you know, it's actually you want to know how funny it is. I have a friend who is a diehard Xbox fan. He used to be on PlayStation Two, but they went to Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty and Xbox One. Yeah, he is so much of a diehard fan. I actually got him onto the PS Five. There we go. I mean, if that tells anyone anything, it's not that difficult this year, considering that their flagship game, the Halo Infinite. um, I don't know why I said the Halo Infinite. That was weird. Um, But Halo Infinite got pushed back to an indeterminate date. That was the only game that I was even slightly looking forward to on the Xbox. And it got pushed back. And we don't know when it's coming out. So I've there's no point in me buying an Xbox. And guess what, Paul? There's also great news. Go for it. That game will be on PC too. So therefore, <laughs> any Xbox fan right here, listen, listen. I know it's about loyalty because I played Red Dead Redemption, but it's, it's not happening. It's going to be like, it's literally going to be like, think about it like this. PlayStation 5 is God of War. Red Dead Redemption is Xbox. You know who's going to win. <laughs> I hit two birds and one stone. Bullshit, dude. All right, all right. (laughs) We're moving on to PlayStation. Dan. Did you catch that, Paul? Dan. Did you understand the joke? Yes, I got the the joke. (laughs) Dan. Well done. Well done. That that was was a really good, that was really good. good. Can we get a Leonard highlights, please, for one episode? Greatly appreciate it. Um, Okay, so, uh, uh, Dan, uh, tell me, what are the prices for these beautiful PlayStation 5s that are coming out? Well, as I've been saying for a long time, PS5 standard edition, $500. PS5 discless version, $400. It's almost like you know the market. Almost. Weird. It's weird. Yeah. So um, let's just get uh, the pulse of everybody in the room since I think we're all eventually going to be getting a PlayStation 5. Um, Katie, are you getting the disc version or the discless version? <sighs> disc just because i don't trust digital downloads fully i like having a physical backup. i like having a physical backup it's good to own the game i really like the game i want a physical backup because maybe many moons down the road i want to replay it and then oops licensing has expired on this yeah maybe they took it off the the marketplace like uh, nintendo's doing with uh mario games you know yeah um kent 
Yes. Um, for sure, disc. Disc. Because uh, I'm I'm selling my ugly ass pro. <laughs> no <laughs> offense. Uh, I don't have any special edition. I'm not chained to it like you. Right. Um, right I just right. have the standard, uh, no design pro. So, you know, um, I'm getting rid of that thing. I'm bringing my PS4 library with me and my hard drive that has all my games on them, external hard drive. So, oh yeah. Smart. Uh, I will get more money selling that. Even if I just break even and sell it for a hundred, um, you know, it doesn't make sense. And I think I said it the previous uh, episode, like I, I don't want to get the one that says PlayStation five uh, discless version or whatever. I want the one that just says PlayStation five. <laughs> I want the one that's just the console, not the subtype not the little, <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's you you want to you want to be the coolest on the street, and this I is am... literally my first uh, launch console ever. Oh. I've been years behind every single one, even PS4. Wow. So I want to go on the full, you know, all yeah, you yeah. know, all out on this one. So. Get on the hype train all the way to the end of the station, man. I get it. Yeah. All right. Uh, I am one hundred percent in the same boat you are. Um, however, no, I am not going to be selling my special edition Spider Man. <laughs> Uh, PlayStation 4 Pro, uh, but instead I will be selling my Xbox One Series at, or Xbox One S uh, because I don't fucking need it anymore. So, <laughs> uh, I, that console. Yeah, yeah. I, I will have a 360 in the household, and that's that's the only thing that I'll have from from uh, Xbox uh, after after PlayStation 5 comes out. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm 100 with you, Kent. Like, I want to be the coolest one on the street. Uh, when my neighbor comes up and asks me what game I have been playing, I'm gonna tell him that I've been playing the newest game on the newest system, and it's better than anything that he has. And and he'll cry. He'll tell his wife, uh, play, plead to her to get him a PlayStation Five, and she'll say no. The old of you to assume gender, but okay. That he'll get he'll get the discless version of the PlayStation five and he won't want the disc. He wants the disc version of the PlayStation five and he'll know that I won. Dan, which one are you getting? Well, given that I do actually play most of my games digitally, I originally did think about getting the discless one, but as you guys can probably attest to, I am a sucker for collector's editions and those only come with discs. <laughs> That's so. true. That's true. Unless you're getting one of those collector's editions that don't even give you the game. <laughs> We've seen quite a few of those. Yeah. No, there's a couple. Like no, uh, uh, Destroy All Humans. Wasn't uh, didn't that one not come with the game? I think so. I the four hundred dollars. Didn't Andromeda not come with it too? Oh, yeah. yeah, fuck. yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a handful. Yeah, I yeah. remember the one that pissed me off and yeah, it was Andromeda. Yeah, it was Andromeda. Yeah. Um and Leonard, I think we started with you or did, I think you already mentioned it. I'm just mad at you, so I can't remember what, what you said. Uh, allow me to pretty much... I actually did not say what I was going to get. Okay, there. right. Um, I was thinking about... I'm like here and there with it. Uh, part of me wants to get the cheaper one because budget. Right. Uh, but then part of me too is like, you know what? I wouldn't mind having the full PlayStation 5, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that the other one isn't a full one. It's just... You basically get what I'm saying. Yeah, um, no. I mean, it doesn't seem full. Like, maybe next generation these things are going to change. But, like, I don't know. It, without a disk drive in it, it just it seems half-assed. I will say this. For me, it's 
I definitely say that, like, I've noticed I'm now buying more of my games digitally. Of course, like, even before this whole disease thing. Um, but right. yeah, yeah, I've been definitely buying my things more digital recently. And part of me is just like, okay, yeah, like, but then part of me is like, but what if I have a disk drive and my friend has a disk? Yeah. And borrow they're like, hey, you. I'll let you borrow it, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Because at least with one, you, it's like okay. Well, if I transition digitally, it doesn't impact anything. Then I'm going digitally if they have really good sales. But if you go digital list or disc list, then you could regret not getting the disc. So it's like you know, one of them you can win both sides. One of them you have to commit to yeah. just one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like if you like, I said. I have a friend that literally never has physical games, so I'm sure he's going to get the uh, disc list. But right, um, yeah, and, I, and there's still option. there's still the problem of like data caps. A lot of like Comcast has data caps, Verizon has data caps uh, for downloading. So if you're downloading a bunch of games per month, or you're playing online a bunch and downloading games, um, like that that shit adds up fast. Although and, I don't know how much merit that has now though because i'm if it's going to be like the ps4 uh it's just going to be a, a license check that's true disc. so that's you're true. still gonna have to install uh but not as much but yeah yeah we'll see yeah yeah but i mean you know a uh, friend of the show ethan he's he's been on the show before and and he has a data cap um at his house and so like uh, he has to pick and choose what he's downloading and that is a pain in the ass uh, and not changing anytime soon. Um, but so we're all getting the disc disc version, no matter what we said, we're all getting the disc version. Um, what do you guys think about the look of this thing? Like we've talked about it before on other podcasts. It looks like cell. <laughs> it does it's look like cat or head. Yeah. Yeah. It does look like <laughs> cells head. Um, are you going to be proud to have this on your, on your shelf? Hell yeah. That no. was at least Why, mine. At least mine doesn't look like a wannabe yin yang sign, or even better, a mini fridge. Mm, that's true. That's true. Yeah, Dan, I just I. Oh. No, well, Dan, I I know that you're a stickler for aesthetic. Uh, so yeah, the only issue I have with the PS5 is um, my PS4 is mounted to my wall. Ooh. Um, and I would love to mount this next to it or above it. Right. But I don't know how the hell that's going to happen. <laughs> Stick it out of the wall. Like, do I just do it like perpendicular? Is that yes. the idea? Like, perpendicular to the wall. Stick it out of the wall. <laughs> just punch a hole through the wall and gingerly insert the PS5 into the wall. There you go. There you go. I want to use the word gingerly at least once a day now for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think when it comes to this design, I really don't like it. Simply because it... Do you guys remember in the 90s when everyone was convinced that see-through gadgets were like <laughs> the height of they like <laughs> No, they're really not, but like see-through and like, you know, it's more powerful really, if it's purple and see-through. Exactly. Violent neon colors and like chrome. God, everything was chrome for a while. Like I feel like like I appreciate the innovation. I appreciate the push to give it a more futuristic look, but it's just like going back to like the first mass effect and opening up the menu for the first time and going, Oh, this is dated. 
like, <laughs> I feel like in just a few years we're gonna be like, oh, this is dated. It's it's it does look as if PlayStation Sony is trying to push a design that doesn't exist yet, and no one else understands it. Yeah, it's like the one art student uh, in your art class that's just like way too out there for even the teacher to kind of get what the fuck they're doing and they just they're just but they're just nodding their head that would be oh, us the guy who got picked up at alienware Shit, in the mid-2000s oh god yeah. <laughs> it would be us because the colorblind ones you don't yeah yeah you don't even know what the hell you're doing so it's completely different i don't but i have well, to I pretend respect like it for that like no i do too it's just it it's i don't like the design because i'm i'm already like oh i'm exhausted with this design like in a few years i'm gonna <laughs> stare at it and vague Let's switch it out for a black one it does. yeah exactly like i think if it were black it would look a little sleeker but because it's white like I don't know. It does look like while you're looking at it on your shelf, you would get more tired. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, it's, it's visually exhausting. It's visually exhausting. Exactly. Well, yeah. Um, all right, Dan, it's before great. we, before we uh, uh, shut this all down, uh, you mentioned something in the news section um, that I'm sure everyone is going to get on and uh, love immediately. Um, it was something about uh, PlayStation plus and uh, I can't remember what it was. Dan. The collection. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes. 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 So um, all new PS5 owners, as long as you are a PlayStation Plus member, for no extra cost, will be getting a number of games. You want to read them all out? No, not really. Uh, it's give me give me highlights. God of War, Bloodborne, Ratchet and Clank, Days Gone. Yay! So these Batman. are first party. Uh, PlayStation, excuse me, PlayStation well, 4 okay, Resident Evil 7, Mortal Kombat. There's a oh, bunch okay. of... Oh, okay. All right. So, some third-party stuff. That's nice. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is pretty good. Um, I'm sure that um, Microsoft uh, is is not doing anything at all like this, right? No. Why would they be? Yeah. No. That would be that would be ridiculous. Uh, Kent, do you, do you have any opinions on this? Uh, I think it's a really good idea, especially I caught wind that a majority of them, I want to say like at least 70% of them have been PS Plus games, like big ones in the past, um, or at least heavily discounted. Um, So if you missed out on those, uh, especially if you're just going into the PS5 this generation, you can play all of those. Yeah. And what I assume is it's owned to keep. It's not going to be like Game Pass where like when it's, taken off the path no longer play done. it yeah so you know it's a great thing to have especially if a majority of them are going to be enhanced in some way even just loading time so yeah no i it, it it does look like a really good idea i'm excited to see um if they bring anything else to this uh service um and what is good is that it isn't separate from their online service if as as dan said if you have the online service you're good to go you get these, you can hop on and download, play with your friends, whatever. Um, so that's, that's fantastic. It's less complicated, less convoluted um, than Xbox Game Pass. But uh, it might not give you the flexibility that, uh, or at least the library that Xbox Game Pass gets you. And it doesn't get you any access to like a PC uh, database uh, or, or a storefront or anything like that. But for what you're getting for the price, it is certainly worth it. So is there anything else that I missed about the PlayStation five 
that uh, we need to talk about? Oh yeah, uh, no PS1, PS2, PS3 backwards compatibility, but that was pretty much a given, only like a yeah. small handful of people. But um, PS2 classics that you buy on the PS4 will work. That's really well, good. Well, 99%, but they just say that just so they don't get like legal action taken if they say 100% of the games. Right, so, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, you can still play PS2 games technically if you own that little crossover thing yeah yeah. um so if you're a playstation fan keep your ps if you have a ps3 keep that um and if you're going uh disc version so for sure for sure well that is the end of the show and i hope everyone listening enjoyed all of it oh 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 what's up mass effect trilogy yep Listings were seen on a Portuguese website right. for the trilogy right. remaster. Yeah, that was Paul himself. Xbox was- <laughs> One and Switch. Yeah, sorry guys, I was the one who went on the Portuguese website and and typed that little article up. Sorry. Yeah, guys, I know. knew it. Yeah. Anyway, just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, yeah. It, okay, rumor, so, so. Yeah, still rumor. But I should. I. 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 I'm very interested in that. So. Did you see the figure that they're releasing? It literally was called like Normandy remastered version. (laughs) There's like a figure you can buy and it's called remastered is in the like name. It's what like I want because if it, if it is real, then it is something that I would want very much. Yeah. You guys can't see what I'm doing, but I'm staring at him very intensely. No. Yeah. I I get it. All right. (laughs) Throwing that out. uh, Right. Right. Uh, So yeah, this is the end of the show. Finally. Um, and, uh, if you guys want to catch everything that we do, you can follow us on iTunes, give us a review that super duper helps. You can also go to the uh, website that we post everything on and that is silvertongueaudio.org. You can find other shows on there like dazed and disturbed and midnight in the bay. We are, I'm sure going to be starting up the NPC adventures anytime now, anytime soon. It's going to be great. I can't wait. We're going to be back at the table, but digitally this time. So it only is left for me to say like I say at the end of every podcast episode until next game everybody until next game Silver Tongue Audio.